Welcome to the Let Your Soul Sparkle podcast, where we talk about everything mind, body, and soul, with, of course, extra sparkles. I'm your sassy host, Jacqueline Sanguinetti, and I am so excited to have you here with me today. So grab your favorite kombucha and get cozy, or even better, your hiking shoes and head out the door, and get ready to let your soul sparkle. What's up, Sparkle Squad? Welcome to the Let Your Soul Sparkle podcast. So as you know, I am a student at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, going for my health coach certification, holistic health coach certification. I started back in November and I'm at the point of my journey at school that we do these things called health histories. And what that is, is basically an intake form. So people write in everything about like what you would write down if you were to go (laughs) sit at a doctor's office or functional medicine practitioner's office and do a deep dive on your health and where you are now. Of course, because it's a holistic health intake form. It's going to ask you about things like if you you know, have um, a spiritual belief, what your nutrition is like, what your movement is like. I believe there's some things on here that you wouldn't see at a conventional medicine office. But I wanted to talk today about three things that I've noticed that almost all of the health histories that I've done so far have had these three things in common. Not all, but a majority of them. And I feel like amongst women, they are very common themes. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about them because it's really interesting, even as, you know, myself being a coach, but also a woman who's been in this situation many times with wanting to improve their health or not feeling good about where they're at. It's really interesting to see like such a common thread throughout everything. And so we're just going to talk about it today. So number one is everyone seems to be extremely hard on themselves, even though when I read the form, a lot of them are still doing a lot of things right, right? Like it's like, yes, there's a lot of room for improvement, but there's a lot of things that they are doing right, but there's never any shining the light on those things. It's much more of like, this is what I'm doing wrong. This is where I suck right now. This is where my life's a mess. But it's like, there's also a lot of things that they're doing that are improving their life or helping their life. And so I just think that that's so common for women to, instead of focusing on what we're doing right and what's going well, we always turn and look at what's going wrong. And so that's just something that I've noticed and something that I want to really make sure to always acknowledge in these health histories as well. Like, looks like you're doing a great job here. Tell me a little bit more about that. Or wow, you've been meditating for the past two years. That's an amazing practice. Like, how'd you start that? You know, like really talking to these women about the things that they're doing that are actually bettering their life every day and reminding them that those practices take work and they're able to do those so they can also do other things, right? Okay, the second one is, I see this all the time and I feel like I sing this song myself from time to time, which is I feel like I'm doing all the right things. Like I'm doing everything I should be doing. I'm doing everything that this person told me to do. I'm doing everything my friend did to lose weight and it's not working. I'm doing everything. I saw this Instagram ad. I saw this Instagram influencer, like whatever it might be. I'm doing all the things, but nothing's working for me. Okay, guys, (laughs) here's the thing. You can be doing all of the things, but are you doing the right things? And are you doing the right things for you? And 
And are you doing them consistently? Because eating veggies like once a week, yeah, it's great you ate some veggies, but like you need to eat them consistently, right? Like getting movement in a couple times a week is great, but could you get movement in every single day? So it's not about the things that you're doing necessarily that could be the problem. It's your consistency with them. And it's also like, are those things the right things for you? So many times we are, you know, comparing ourselves to like what so-and-so is doing. Okay, well, this person, for example, decided that they're no longer going to eat carbs or they're going to intermittent fast or they're going to, um, you know, do HIIT workouts every day. Those things don't work for everybody. But some people have tremendous results with those things, right? For the wrong person, intermittent fasting could be really detrimental to their hormones. For the wrong person, HIIT workouts could be very detrimental to their hormones, And for the wrong person, not eating carbs could be very detrimental to their hormones. So all of those things, while they provide amazing results for some people, could actually harm other people. (laughs) So you see where I'm going with this. There are times in your life where you fall prey to wanting to do the things that other people do. But one thing that I've learned in the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, and I always knew it, I always knew it because I'm so intuitive, but you know, we have to listen to ourselves. And if there's something that you feel like isn't the best for you, or it's not helping you, you shouldn't do it. It doesn't matter if everyone else in the world got got a good result from it. If deep down in your core of your being, you feel like it's not for you, then it's not for you. And that goes on the other end too. If everyone around you is, you know, um, not doing something and you want to do it, then that's okay too, right? Like I feel like so many people around me drink a lot, right? And so many people around me eat sugar, but I know that those two things don't serve my body. So I don't do them. I don't do them in moderation that often even because I know for me, I feel like garbage. So it's not like, you know, okay, well, I'm going to just do it a little bit to fit in and you know, whatever. No, I tend to stay away from most of those things very often because I don't feel good and that's okay. Okay. Like you don't have to fit in. You're not like a puzzle piece that needs to fit into the puzzle of life. You need to be like marching to the beat of your own drum and doing what is healthy and makes you happy. So that is one thing I've noticed is like that I should be doing this because so-and-so is doing it. Or I, I know I should be doing this because this person told me it's like, eh, how do you feel about that? Right. How do you feel about those things? Like Most of the time, this is going to go into number three, because let's just say number three and then I can tie them together. Almost 99.9.9999% of the time, you know what you should be doing, but you're just not doing it. I would say every single consultation I've had health history so far, the women I have chatted with have all known what they really need to do and what would make their lives improve. But it's just a matter of bridging the gap between why they're not doing it and how to get to doing it, right? Like every single person. And I find that to be so interesting. And everyone's like, I just don't know the block. And like, I just need to find the motivation. And I'm just not motivated right now. And I just don't know why. And I know when I do these things, I feel better. And I know once I do them, even for a couple of days, I feel better. And you guys, this is such a 
universal truth amongst women and I'm sure people in general that we know the decisions that are best for us. But for some reason, there's just this disconnect between knowing the decisions and actually performing what it takes to out the out, make the outcome different with the decisions, right? Creating these healthy habits. So, you know, a lot of this comes down to some very, very simple strategies that can help you start to go in the right direction. One is obviously changing your habits, right? Changing habits. So if you all the time, you know, come home from work and pour yourself a glass of wine before you start making dinner, maybe your new habit is you come home, you take a cute little fun glass out of the fridge. Maybe you like chill it, put some ice in there and you drink like a bubbly water or something, right? That could be a new habit that you start while you make dinner. So already you're eliminating the wine that you have to have because it's just more, sometimes some of these things, you guys are more of the ritual than the actual thing, right? Like you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is you make your coffee. It's part of a ritual. But I think we all know having coffee, well, we should at this point know that having coffee on an empty stomach is actually really taxing and bad for our health, our adrenals, all of those things. You should wait a little bit longer, possibly have a meal and then have your coffee. So what could you do in the morning that replaces the idea of the coffee? Maybe you have some warm water, add some lemon to it. Maybe you have a, you know, a greens drink like athletic greens in the morning. Maybe you do something else, but you don't tax your adrenals right in the morning like that and, you know, start your day with this coffee. So habits, habit stacking, you know, creating, um, healthy habits around things you were already going to do. So like if nighttime snacking is part of your problem, maybe you decide that, well, every single night, like I, um, snack at night. So what I'm going to do instead of, you know, sitting and snacking, I'm going to go and brush my teeth and remove myself from like the room that I would be in. That's like closest to the kitchen. I go in like my bedroom or another room or wherever you guys can go. And that would be a different ritual and routine. Um, personally, one of the things I had to learn to do with um, my habits in particular, and this was around 2020, 2019, is I was being really horrible about my supplements. Like I would just always forget to take them. So I got a really cool little like supplement container that was all days of the week and you could pull it out like each individual day. I got it on Amazon. There's like a million of them. And I just did that because I made sure that like each day was individual, it was already done for me. And it became quite the habit. I don't know. I just, the way I was able to transport them to work, home, whatever, it really helped. And it was always out on the counter when I was living at my parents' house at the time. Well, then you flash forward to when I moved into the place I'm in now and I didn't want clutter out. So I put away the little vitamin container into a drawer thinking, I'll just take these every day. You guys, I can't even tell you how many times I started forgetting to take my vitamins. And so putting these vitamins out in a spot where I literally have to walk past them like a million times a day on my counter, yeah, it's not my favorite thing to have stuff on my counter, but it's also way more of not my favorite thing to not be taking my supplements that I'm supposed to be taking every day. So, you know, if I have people coming over or whatever and I don't want the vitamins out, I could put them away. But you know what? I never do because it's just part of where they're at right now and it's part of my daily happy, healthy existence, right? So, you know, another thing with habits is making sure that 
the habit is front and center in your life. Like there's no hiding it or getting around it. Like this just is part of what you do every single day. So all of this can be found in the um, book Atomic Habits by James Clear. I feel like every single person in the world should read this book. Most people probably have at this point. But if you have not read that book, I highly recommend it. And it is such a good, good read for figuring out how you can incorporate things that you're like, I know I should be doing this, but I'm just not. Like, how can I start to do it? The other thing when it comes to people and women in general saying, I know I should be like exercising, but I just don't do it. Or I know I should be, you know, doing this, but I'm just not doing it. I can't find the motivation. I've I've literally heard that phrase in so many of these health histories and it's so understandable. You know why? Because you don't find motivation. So it's no wonder that these people that are looking to find motivation aren't finding it because it's nowhere to be found. (laughs) Like literally it's nowhere to be found. There's nowhere that you're going to look and be like, you know what? That's how I'm going to get motivated. Um, it, it might short term, there might be like some short term type of motivation that could be found, but here's the way that you find motivation, you guys, is by doing the thing you need to do. Because what happens as a result of doing the thing you need to do, it motivates you to continue doing it, right? So what does that look like? It looks like keeping that promise to yourself, which is so challenging, you guys. Like even I will say, like I've been trying to wake up even earlier for the gym that I've been waking up because I feel like it's better for my life when I do that. Just so many things about it. Like the gym's less crowded. The roads are less crowded getting back to work or getting back home to get ready for work. I don't go to work rushed. Like there's so many things about it that I feel like are better, but it is so challenging to wake up that early. And I remember hearing Mel Robbins a couple weeks ago say, When you press a snooze button, the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning, you are letting yourself down. The very first move you make, you are letting yourself down because the past you that told yourself you were going to set the alarm clock early is now like being undermined by the current you that's saying, nah, I'm good, right? Now, am I saying you can never press a snooze button because you're letting yourself down? No, I'm sure there's the cases where you got a shitty night's sleep or you don't feel super well or whatever the reason might be. But, you know, most of the time, that is not that is not the reason. It's just like, oh, this sounds like shit now. It's cold, it's rainy. Like I could tell you a million excuses because your girl uses them all, you know? But when I heard Mel Robbins say that, I'm like, oh my God, that's so true. And I really thought about that this week because the days that I got up really early, it's like I felt like such a happier and better person because I kept a promise to myself. And that creates confidence and that creates motivation by keeping these promises to yourself. When people are like, oh, but you know, I just feel like, I don't know why, but I feel so, um, you know, drained. I feel so, but I have no energy. Like I need to get the energy. I need to get motivated. Like those things come from doing the thing that you need to do. So I will, I will be the first to say it's not easy at first. You know, if it was easy at first, we'd all be doing it, right? It's not easy, but is it worth it? A million trillion billion percent worth it. So you know, um, I do notice, like I said, these women coming in to me and saying, like when they, when I read their intake form and as a health coach, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, and you guys, by the way, like I'm in health coach school, but I've health coached people before for years. I've also life coached people before for years and assisted in a lot of transformations for women by guiding them and coaching them. So there's 
a lot of times when I'm looking at these forums and I, I know exactly what these women could do that I think they could do, right? Like my instinct, my intuition, that would be really helpful. And when I start the conversation with them, because as a coach, I'm not going to tell them what to do. I want to guide these answers out of them. As I'm having this conversation and facilitating this conversation with them, they're telling me exactly what I thought when I looked at the form that they could be doing. They're telling me it. So they know too. It's not like it's some hot take, you know, or anything. But the difference is, is that there's some kind of block, some kind of, you know, process that is stopping them from getting where they are to where they want to be. And that's where the coach comes in, right? And that's where the coach comes in, holds space for them, helps them in that sense. And that's where the magical process unfolds. But, you know, I will say that, you know, you all have it in you, every single one of us, we have it in us to make a change. We all have it in us to have a bright future, to go after the thing that we want. Um, You know, health histories is not the space where we dive into all of the action steps and what it's going to take a health history is much more just uncovering what's going on, bringing awareness to it, putting a light on it and, um, you know, kind of creating that direction because that's when people are like, oh, yes, that is something I'd like to work on or this is where I'd like assistance or this is where I would like some guidance. And that's where you kind of are like, okay, like that's what we would work on in upcoming sessions. So Health history isn't really when you dive into that kind of thing. And I will say as a coach, you guys, and as a person, as a sassy individual, it is one of my biggest challenges as a coach is to not say, you know what you should do is this. You know what worked for me is this. You know what I think would be better is this. Because it's challenging because a lot of things like you really know what could possibly move the needle for someone, but it goes back to what works for you and what works for so-and-so isn't necessarily what's going to work for everyone. So you have to be able to hold space for these people and help guide them to what they believe is going to be the best for them. Because we all have the answers inside of us, you guys. And you know, you need to really take the time and maybe sit in a meditation, sit in some silence and ask yourself, like, what do I really need right now? Because I can tell you right now, out of all of the healers I've been to, the trainers that I've been to, coaches I've talked to like over the years. You know, when you work in this wellness space, it gives you the opportunity to work with a lot of people. You meet a lot of people. There has never been a time. I, I can tell you this like with all of my my soul. There's never been a time that one of them was like, you know, what if you tried this or have you done this that like I hadn't actually already thought of that. And just for some reason, hadn't made the move, hadn't taken the action, right? Like every time it's like, yeah, I know I'd been thinking about that or uh, that had crossed my mind or that's a great point. I was thinking about that, but this stopped me. And so, you know, really tapping into your own intuition around what you're doing, because on the flip side of that, how many times have you done something and it did work out and you're like, I knew I should try this. I knew I should start walking every day and make me feel better. I knew if I got out in nature more often, I'd feel great. I knew if I stopped eating a lot of food before bed, I'd sleep better. I knew if I eliminated eating refined sugar, I'd stop craving sugar. I knew that, you know, if I drink more water today, I'd feel hydrated. I knew these things. I knew it. And I put it into action and now here we are, right? So, 
You know, you are your own guru always. Does that mean you don't need a coach? Absolutely not. Everybody needs a coach. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a coach. I have had multiple coaches. I have a coach right now. I always, always have a coach in my corner because we all could benefit from it. There's not one person in this world that couldn't benefit from having a coach of some kind. And most people that are thriving and doing well, they have some form of a coach in whatever that might look like. Maybe it's a trainer, a personal trainer. Maybe it's a business coach, a money coach. Like there's somebody in their lives that they go to um, when they want to get better, when they want to do better. We or 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 they seek it out in the form of, you know, books or podcasts, like something that they could afford or something that's manageable for their life. But people that are doing well are always um, seeking out some kind of guidance from people that have done well also, or people that have been in their position or their shoes, people that have a life that they would like to have or a mindset they would like to have that have been where they are and um, improve their lifestyle. Like that's where a coach really comes in handy. So um, I obviously can't speak enough to that, but you know, I'm also very biased of that since I'm a coach, but I will say as someone who likes to constantly be improving their life, it's just something that is non-negotiable, you know? So anyways, I want to just, you know, constantly be having more and more of these conversations with you guys, the Sparkle Squad. I can't wait to do more health histories for the women in the Sparkle Squad and work with more of you and actually coach you. It's getting so much closer. I can't believe school is like where it's at. And you know, one thing I will say with school that has been really amazing, and I'm sure you guys have heard me say this already, but you know, really realizing that I actually do know a lot of the information that they're teaching already. And it's making me just that much more confident as a coach. And that goes back to the thing that we just talked about, about finding the motivation, finding your why and all of that is, you know, I thought I knew a lot of stuff, right? Like I really did. And I wanted to become a coach, but by actually doing the thing, it's creating motivation, it's creating confidence, it's creating all of those things even more because I'm taking action. And that is a way that you build it. That's, you know, people ask that all the time. How do I become more confident? How do I become more motivated? Do something, right? Like you are never going to be sitting on your couch and be like, oh my God, you know what? That's it. I just found the motivation. Let me leave the house and put my sneakers on. It's never going to happen. So what you need to do is while you're sitting on the couch and you're unmotivated as F, (laughs) you're going to go put your shoes on and you're going to walk out that front door and you're going to tell yourself just five minutes. That's all you got to do right now. And at the five minute mark, I want you to check in with yourself and you ask yourself, could I do five minutes more? And the answer is going to be yes. Okay. So then you're going to go for five minutes more. And then whatever else follows that, because I guarantee you probably at that point be like, I'm already 10 minutes from home. Let me walk 10 minutes back. Now I just did a 20 minute walk. And you know, when you get home, you're going to be like, wow, that felt great. I think I might want to do that tomorrow. I think I might want to do that again in a couple hours, whatever it might be. You're going to be motivated to do that again, but it doesn't happen till you're out on the walk, till you completed the walk, till you feel good about what you just did. That's where it all comes So, um, and back to the thing about number one, where we're too hard on ourselves, we are hard on ourselves when we break promises to ourselves, right? So we're hard on ourselves when we're like, man, I'm such a dick. I didn't 
wake up this morning and get out the door when I told myself I was going to. I sat on my couch instead of going on the walk. Like that's when we're hard on ourselves, right? But when you truly know that you're doing all of the things that you can be doing, it's a lot easier to have grace with yourself because you're like, look, I really am doing all the things that I should be doing. And eventually everything's going to catch up. I just need to be consistent right? Like you can be a little more gentle. You can have a little more grace with yourself when you truly know that you're doing all the things right. And in those moments, going back to number one, where we are too hard on ourselves, even when we're doing the right things, praising ourselves for doing those things, right? Like, good job, girl. You went on that walk that you said you wanted to go on. Fucking high five yourself for waking up at 5 a.m. to get to the gym. High five yourself for going to bed without having food before bed that is going to make you not feel well or not having that third drink when you're out with your girlfriends that you know is just going to put you over the edge and you're not going to go to the workout. Good for you, right? Like give yourself the credit. So anyways, I hope that this podcast was helpful for you guys. As always, you can reach out to me um, on Instagram, Mind, Body, Soul, and Sparkles, or you can send me an email at mindbodysoulandsparkles at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I also would love to know if you are somebody that wants to work with me in the future. Once I am done with this health coaching process, you know, feel free to send me a message. I will reach out to you first when I start taking clients. I also have been really, really, really trying to amp up my newsletter game. So if you are not on my newsletter list, please sign up for it. There is a link in my Instagram bio, or you can just email me or DM me your email and I can add you to the list. I want to be able to send more you know, content your way that helps you and nourishes your mind, body, and soul um, journey right now and also helps you sparkle. So that is something that I am upping this year. Make sure to subscribe for it and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. If you liked this episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button so that you can tune in for more. And if you want to show me some extra love, Rating and reviewing this podcast on your podcast platform is the best way to show me that you're enjoying these episodes and it helps me grow. So it's really appreciated. If you have any comments or questions about this episode or anything else, shoot me an email to letyoursoulsparkle at gmail.com. Until next week, Sparkle Squad, have a happy, healthy, and sparkly day.